The Wolf and Bull podcast was prepared, conducted, and hosted by the Wolf and Bull team in their personal capacity. This podcast is for expressive listening entertainment, and any views, ideas, or opinions may or may not extend past the boundaries of this podcast. Conversations or specific comments on behalf of the hosts and guests are for entertainment purposes only. Due to language and potentially offensive topics, listener discretion is advised. Just not full of. Uh, we got to energize you somehow. How are we going to energize you? Unnamed energy drink. Oh, um, that's a good. Well, way to what's energize you. what's nice about our sponsor is that it's the the, the gift that keeps on giving. Not really. <laughs> I thought that was chlamydia. You, God, you complain. <laughs> you complain about the wolf having like these these deep. <laughs> <laughs> like bouts of swear words like a sailor and you just throw that out there well, that's I mean, disgusting you know what swear word you know what swear words are you non-existent are. terms that really don't mean much no they're they're emphasis they're punctuation yeah that's what they're meant for yeah right yeah but in the case of your favorite it's a noun whatever a verb, could, an adverb whatever an adjective, could that be? A, a, a dangling participle yeah, it's, it's the the word that has <laughs> Zero meaning whatsoever. It's actually the whole like, yeah. Well, why I don't know the king yeah, things. Yeah, who it's knows? It doesn't matter what it is, but it's it's changed. It's morphed over time. Like any dictionary, it changes its definition. Yeah, to suit the pleasure, or like whoever's in power, or like every country right now. Every country, every country every in country existence, ex- every single country it right now. Everything. I watched a video today. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. A when did you have time to watch a video? Every once in a while, I get some a few minutes. But you know, I saw wolves are colorblind. So how, did you see it? Well, I understood. Color? It. Did you see black no, and white? I saw black Sepia, and white. maybe. I saw black and white. Sepia. But what no? I saw was a large individual, and the large individual was talking about how hotels are fat phobic. Excuse me. Yes. Hotels like ones built in the fifties when everybody was a hobbit. No, as in hotels today. Okay. Are fat phobic. Because, because their not toilets are not yeah their toilets are not big enough, oh showers are not big enough, the Girl. towels are not big enough, and I found myself agreeing with the person talking, because the the premise was basically we're now catering to the people who look so. There's a grouping of uh, there's a group that that's all for this. I can't remember the name of it because it's not a part of our notes. I didn't index this listener, so this <laughs> I didn't spend my time like oh, I'm going to talk about this. Like this is just well, off the no. cuff. Um, what would be the name of that group? I wonder. Well, it's like it's like I'm just gonna say it's the Fat People of America. <laughs> I'll just say that. Um, and and here's the, the thing: FPA like, is well, all over yeah. you, man. The here, FPA. And here's the thing: is like I'm not like for diet culture we i think we've discussed that oh yeah i know this isn't a there's no I'm body not, shaming at hotels well, you know what they do they don't give a crap about well if you're fat here's they the want to be efficient with the size of the building if you're overweight yeah. or the socially you know obtuse term now is fat apparently if you're overweight we had to use the term obtuse when talking about overweight people sure mm. if you're overweight like you can control that right like to some degree huh? to some degree you don't so, believe it's entirely genetic there's some genetics to it, okay, but not entirely. So so I guess my point is this grouping, the 
obese of America, we shall say, or something like that. It's a herd. Basically came out as a suggestion for herd. (laughs) Basically came out as as a suggestion for um, hotels or companies to accommodate for people who, like, when it comes to furniture and all that, for up to four hundred and fifty pounds. I've tried okay. so, so hard not to laugh so, right now because so this what looks percentage of the population doesn't matter that actually goes to hotels is over the tallest man fifty pounds in this video I watched the tallest man in recorded history so I'm like almost nine feet tall weighed four hundred and forty two pounds got to remember though that's only if you don't believe in giants in the, the largest <laughs> well Andre the giant five hundred and ten pounds the largest lineman in the NFL was like four four ten. So we're now accommodating for, or trying to accommodate through interest groups or well, groupings you, of individuals. You should have looked in the FPA to see who the <laughs> board of directors was. Could be it that Lyman and Andre the Giants relatives. I mean, it could be. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I you know it the world turns out silly. the hamburger. It's what we live in the world of silly. <laughs> Turns well, out it could it's the be, hamburger. Yeah, it could be those guys that go for sixty uh, days eating nothing or, or but McDonald's, or, or right? <laughs> no, no. Who wasn't there a show? Wasn't there a, a my strange addiction? Yeah. No, 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 no. I know that the uh, guy who ate Big Macs every day three times. Yeah, a day but there was actually a show years. about that. Not for twenty five years. There was a show. Yeah. No, remember it was a it was a a documentary that came out. Supersize me. Thank you. Oh, that was all scam. The whole thing was a scam. What do you mean it was a scam? Like he made it all up. Yeah, it came out. He made the entire thing up. Yep. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. He he inflated. I figured he, he would have died. No, if he, he did that. He inflated the data. Data is fungible, so he, he did that. What did he do to the data? It's he inflated it. He he made the data obese. He, uh, he 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 increased the numbers. This is like I feel like the headphones are, like the mics are low, but that's fine. I'll, I'll increase. They them are in a post. little low, but I I hear you fine. I'll increase them in post. Um, well, this is the Wolf and Bull, um, <laughs> and our cold intros are getting more and more, <laughs> getting more and more deflated <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> as time yeah. goes on. Yeah, um, we're gonna get we're gonna get called out on. I this don't one. care. Don't care. But don't they care. don't know that between the two of us, I can outrun them. Well, as a wolf, you got four legs. Well, I Me, can, I can I can sight a trot a little bit, but. The reason I stay up on top of my hill and glisten in the distance, we got to, we got to move on. Because I can only run we, downhill. We got to move on from your glistening hill. It's been Why? sixteen episodes. You've been up there for sixteen episodes, and you're free. Well, I just, you know, hey, you're just standing there glistening. And I'm starting to wonder the what the sun glinting off. I'm starting to wonder what the. Of course, the, it depends the, on what kind of bull I am. What today. substance is covering you that makes you glisten? Like that's what I'm starting to wonder. Like I, it's been sixteen <laughs> days, sixteen episodes. So God, sixteen weeks, sixteen weeks of, of you glistening. glistening on a mountain. I didn't say we, a mountain. I said a hill. Mountain. To I don't me, know if I'm mountain. not a mountain goat for God's <laughs> sake. I'm a bull. This episode, you're a mountain goat. A mountain <laughs> goat. I don't know if they call that. They call it a billy, mountain, not a bull. A mountain billy, bull. Billy goat. Um. Well, this is the 16th episode. Uh, as a quick reminder, you know, you before can tell we get by started, the way that bull gets a little or wolf gets a little tired of the bull once in a while. Yeah, it's, simply it's okay. cuts him off and goes. It's straight. fine. <laughs> as a, as a quick reminder before we get started, uh, check out our other episodes. Um, they're fun. The bull is glistening in them, as we mentioned before. <laughs> uh, that helps us continue to do what we enjoy. Who knows? Maybe you'll like what you hear. Name your kids after us. 
Maybe name your kids after they us. They don't know our names. Wolf and Bull. There you go. Um, maybe leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts and give us a follow on social media. That would media. be a great mm. idea. Either the kids or that. That's the only choice. How so. about have? I'd rather you, you, your significant other, and your children. Yeah. Your relatives, everyone, as you name say, their kids after us and put five star. No. Reviews. Yeah, now that I think about it, if we have a large family of individuals who name all of their children after us, we can then well, start... like George Foreman. Ooh. We can yeah, then start... seven children. They all named George. That's dumb. Why? Why it's would easy. you name every one of your kids Every time you George? yell at somebody, you just, you're accurate. Well, then right? you're yelling at yourself. Do you know I once dated... Someone who had seven three kids? Three girls in a row with the same name <laughs> on purpose. That's disgusting. Just a, <laughs> That's so disgusting. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Uh, I wish I was kidding, actually. <laughs> they were all named George. <laughs> no. They were Georgette. Thank you very much. But oh. hey, you, you don't don't discriminate these days. Come on now. I don't care. I, I, I hate everyone. Hate everyone. <laughs> I hate everybody. You know what? That should be the I, name of this podcast. It should be I hate everyone. It wolf be hates wolf. everybody no. and Bull just glistens. It should just be I hate everyone. Like it's <laughs> it's gotten so stupid. <laughs> like everything is so stupid right now. Um, and what's even stupider? Uh, might as well give us a, a second for. Uh, we're gonna talk about the news. Yay! Everyone's favorite topic. I love the intro. <sighs> It makes me, it's a jingle. It's a nice it, little jingle. I thanks, like thanks. Yeah, I worked really hard on that. Uh, downloaded it for royalty free. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, there's two things. We can we can kind of talk about them simultaneously. I don't want to waste too much time. We really spoke at long, like long-winded last time about the news. Uh, so we'll keep it short. Um, both Cuban, like Cuba and South Africa are like in shambles right now. Mark Cuban? No, like the countries. Mark Cuban has always been in shambles. The guy's he has al- he has alcoholic he face. Not human, right? He has alcoholic face. Um, he's got he's alcoholic, alcoholic face. Hey, I would love to have his rich alcoholic face. Thank you very no, much. No thanks. No. He but always looks like he I'd smells. He always, he always looks like he smells something stinky. You know, he's not going to let you on the shark. I don't now. care. I don't like that show. Why not? Eh, it's a bunch of. Well, I'm Mark Cuban, and I'm going to give you nothing. Because you have a terrible presentation and you're not invested enough. Yeah, I mean he's right. They are right. Their analysis, their, their analysis is usually right good. on. Yeah, it's really they know what they're talking about. I just it's kind of a they haven't really changed anything, and it's like. But he's like actually a Polish Polish descent, I believe, Polish and really? Russian or something like huh. that. Yeah, Eastern European. Hmm. But you know he's who a is dick. you know who is Cuban? Fidel Castro, Jeff Bezos, Fidel Castro, Raúl Castro, yeah, Che um, Guevara. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz is Cuban. Cameron Diaz. No way. Way. No. Sorry. Just, just changed There's your view no. of Cubans, didn't it? Well, anyway, for those who I'm have been sure following. That you had a different view of Cubans. <laughs> the Cubans are great. Uh, Stefan. Government. Um, not what's so her good. name? The singer. Ste- Gloria Stefan. Right? I, wow. You were Desi really, Arnaz. Wow. You were saying people I not don't Lucille know. Lucille Ball, though. You know what Desi you, Arnaz no, is, right? No idea. I love Lucy's husband. Cuban oh, the kind of weird, abusive yeah. guy. Yeah. No, no, yeah. That show is... Why would you n- remember nothing about him except that? Because that's what he was in that show. Not a, It was kind of a... Kind of... It was a funny day. It was show. a funny show. I enjoyed it. My grandma, speaking of my grandma... Lucy! She, uh, she enjoyed that show. Um, so, you know, Cuba's, Cuba's currently in... Uh, in shambles right now. So yes, is South is. Africa. Um, if for those of you who aren't following the news, I can imagine a lot of people just have given up. I'm on the verge. Um, 
not with life, <laughs> with with the news. Um, you know, Cuba has seen the biggest protests in decades against its communist regime, and our government and the mainstream media, you know, just simply refuse to speak out against communism, which makes me depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, terms like freedom, libertad, uh, while carrying American and Cuban flags, are negative. Protesters are currently calling for the end of the communist state. Right, right. They want a different form of government. They want an end of the police state, which disappears people who dissent, as they're doing right now, or they choose to well, shoot them. Um, I think it was Brother Castro that stepped down last year, mm-hmm. or this, or beginning of the year, right? And the yeah, new guy, and Miguel Diaz Canal. Yeah, Miguel Diaz Canal. Mm-hmm. He's in now, mm-hmm. and now they're saying, get him out of here. Of course, all the economics are terrible there. Yeah, the economics are shitty, and uh, the mainstream media is making it seem like they're angry because they haven't received their vaccines and there's not food, which. It, look, COVID has messed with a lot of people's brains. Uh, I think there's a lot of people walking around with scrambled eggs up in their head mm-hmm. these days. Um, so, Well, what's really interesting about that is that the Trump administration put sanctions back in place on mm-hmm. Cuba. And a lot of people are saying, hey, matter of fact, the current president there who's saying, by the way, he's telling his own people to fight against the people that want freedom. Yeah, of course. Which is, why can't anybody in the press here rail against that, right? That's, Though the White House yeah. has said stand up for your people and all that kind of thing. But the interesting thing about it is that Biden has, and his team has not rolled back those sanctions. No, they haven't rolled yeah, back very the sanctions. Very interesting, huh? And, and Biden's initial messaging, which was conflicting with uh, our Lord and Savior, Jen Psaki, um, <laughs> is, is been very confusing because one second he'll say, you know, we shouldn't allow for this within the country we shouldn't support communism and then the next second he'll come out and not be able to disavow the people within our country who think communism is a good idea even though they've never experienced it um same similar kind of things happening so well similar ish kind of things happening in south africa well you know just as a the kind of a um, tail end to the the cuba story which is a huge story by the way because yeah, it's, massive. it's got an unbelievable history since 59 converting to um to communism mm-hmm for in, in the Castro when he overthrew Batista and everything. Mm-hmm. But but uh, the, um, I, I mean, the the stuff that goes on there is crazy. And compare, it's a, like a different definition of what communism is compared to what they're talking about in the United States. It's like yeah. it's like people in the United States and academia and, and the, the uh, uh, media, et cetera, are talking about communism in a way that is different flavored, right? Yeah. And... I don't know why they don't see it as the same. I don't get it. Um, because it's politically ad- advantageous to jump on the bandwagon of things that the people that support you don't understand. Yeah. I mean, if you if you jump but on when, the... when you have places like the president of Brazil mm-hmm. financing and condemning the people that are uh, in the government in Cuba, and the United States is not doing the same except with platitudes. It's kind of a weird circumstance. We should actually delve into that further at some point, not well, today. But it puts it puts us in a strange situation because you see all these individuals who are touting socialism and communism, like Bernie Sanders, uh, get real real quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, and the unfortunate part is, in doing so, they uh, basically leave every single person who's actually suffering from this type of thing out to dry. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're really suffering. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there are. Well, boat, but you know, there's a huge Cuban population in in Miami. Of mm-hmm. course, well, they they've said they can't come in via boats. They've, they're they're trying. Accepting. They're trying to do it anyway. Yeah, they're trying they to give aid and they should. Uh, yeah. but, I mean, if you can come in through the borders of California and Texas, why can't you come in through Florida? 
Yeah, no kidding. I mean, so the, the the real the real problem that I have with all this and why it makes me so um, jaded is that it, it, you it's just simple thought process, simple common sense that leads you to these these end results. Like, I'm not going to disagree with someone when they say communism sounds good on paper. It does on paper. It sounds fantastic. Same with socialism. In practice, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Not because we can't eventually get to that point if AI were to take over, but I don't want that. I don't want to have to live in a world where I am under the boot of something that can control me, especially. And here's the funny thing is we have very similar situations happening right now in the United States. And speaking of similar Mm -hmm. situations, Mm -hmm. South Africa is having kind of a a similar type problem, not so much with communism. um, But they're having riots like crazy. I heard 70 odd dead and 1700 in jail. Massive riots. All kinds of looting. They're not not arresting anybody right now. Um, really? Yeah, because so the the president, the former president uh, Jacob Zuma, he's been sentenced to fifteen months. Isn't that for um, like not appearing for a conspiracy, contempt uh, of court, and charges well, of corruption? Contempt yeah. of yeah, he had a, he had corruption allegations against him, and he said, mm-hmm. "I ain't showing up for this. It's a it's up. a kangaroo trial, mm-hmm. right?" Which uh, who knows That's what the reality nor is there. there. Yeah. yeah, but well, the the real problem is that, and I think a lot of people neglect to understand this. Uh, the United States, uh, people think it's one of the the worst places in the world, and people think it's one of the greatest places in the world. And whether either of those things are positive, one thing does remain true: is that countries look to us as an example to some degree, and they'll see what we do within our social sphere, and they say, "Well, that works." And what's happening right now is because uh, you know former President Jacob Zuma has been sentenced. Um, you know, he's facing 15 months in jail. You know, he has massive support from right. provinces like uh, KwaZulu-Natal and uh, Hauteng. And because of this, you know, these areas have been ransacked uh, primarily because, you know, these people support this individual. They're kind of in his his corner when it comes right, to his right. leadership. Um, kind of similar, I would say, to how, you know, the, the fever pitch of, um, you know, people who support Donald Trump or support Obama, because if we think about it, there's a very similar, very similar level of support in both ends there. Um, So what originally began as demonstrations have quickly fallen into just looting and violence. Um, Dozens of people have lost their lives. So the question is, is when people hear you say that and go through the news and talk about South Africa and the the looting going on, the the, 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 uh, fights between the authorities and the masses uh, over really what is a situation not that dissimilar from our election last year in all the stuff we went through in the summer. Yeah. How do they not equate that to anything that went on here? Um, deflection. That's how, I mean, it's the problem with all these arguments is they eventually cause you because of the polarization and the tribalism going on right now. They cause the individuals who believe these things to have to confront their own demons and their own fal- falsely held beliefs. Right, and it's much it's easier like a, to rail on something outside yourself than to fix yourself first. Well, the same argument can be used with people who, you know, in the 1960s after the civil rights movement, you know, had to deal with the fact that they were complete and total terrible people and that the way they live life had to change. And when it comes to people who think communism makes sense in a country that is not communist has socialism has socialist policies sure, nor sure. in and you know uh decisions and ideas but it's not communist um when it comes to people who live in a country like this who basically survive off of a system that they so vehemently hate the the real issue is they're not really putting into context as you said a second ago the reality when it comes to the parallels of things happening right now when i when i talk to people about venezuela or when i talk to people about china we can solve those problems pretty quickly right by cutting ourselves off from them Stop supplementing. 
those regimes. Stop giving China money. Stop giving China business. It'll hurt us in right. the immediate, but it'll be better for us in the long term and better for the uh, the white the Uyghurs in the Xinjiang province long term. But no one wants to talk about that because it's out of sight, well, out of mind. Well, there, there's also this whole thing of if if you harm the country economically, you're harming the people too. And yeah, but and that is somewhat of that's enough especially if you have a country with a regime mm -hmm. that's looking at its own regime first and its people secondarily sure i think the the contrary argument to that though is if we keep supporting them china is has made it abundantly clear that they're going to flex their muscles in the south china sea mm -hmm. and muscles and, we've helped pay for and that, yeah, through exactly. all these ways. so either way it's sometimes yeah. you got to pick yeah the better and, of and, two evils but we never do that's the really one of the main problems we have as a country we, we choose sides rhetorically, yeah. but we don't actually affect it with any kind of semblance of change by our own, uh, we don't modify the way we do things. We can condemn Iran and then send them bales of cash. We can condemn China, but then bring in all these goods from them, from everything we, we buy today over in the United States through a million different outlets. Half of it comes from China, or we can condemn a certain demographic that is supported by the systematic. And that's a way to look at it too. United States, absolutely. Or mm -hmm. and then not condemn the violence within that same community. Yeah, right. So yeah. yeah, no, I get it. And that's the and that's the problem is it's it's people want things to get better. You can't play this. I want to have my cake and eat it too thing. You, you have to be able to pick. You right, can't right. do that. Um, it's just a fact of life. Mm -hmm. Like eventually. Everything's going to come to a certain threshold. Everything's going to come to a peak. And the more we continue to play this back and forth game of, well, I'm going to say a false platitude that makes everyone who got me into office or everyone who supports me uh, happy, but then do the exact opposite. Honestly, if you're going to lose the end. If everybody wants to back away from a lot of the, the problematic challenges we have today, I think we would do ourselves a great service by simply ignoring what politicians say. At yeah. all. It yeah. doesn't matter. I don't care if it's a commercial. I don't care if it's a debate. I don't care if it's the state of the freaking union. If you ignore what they say and then just watch what they do, you'll know who they are and yeah. you'll know where we're going. Yeah, but the problem is our entire culture is based upon what people say and not what they do. But no, th what I'm talking about is there is no um, common arbiter of truth anymore. What we're doing here is opinion. We've said that a million times. We continue to be opinion, but our opinion is closer to truth than most of the stuff that media sources and politicians, etc., dictate to you as if it is the truth. And the problem is, is societal. The people in society that look at those those entities and make decisions in their life based on what they hear are making big mistakes. Well, and that's why one of the topics. I mean. The topic we're talking about today is kind of right within that line. You know, it's this last year and a half is arguably, in my opinion, probably one of the strangest of all time outside of uh, the history of the United States, at least outside of um, maybe some miscellaneous events. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't put World War Two or World War One there because They're different, those were, those were existential. Just yeah. Well, those were existential events. Those were events that were really based upon the well-being of millions and millions of people. And a lot of people can say, well, that's the same for this. Hmm. No, no, it's not. Um, and not to say that, you know, and I had a conversation with this, uh, about this last night, you know, I'm to say that, you know, the, the unnamed disease that's been proliferated throughout the entire world is not dangerous. It is. It's dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. There's no, there's no doubt anybody can look at this and say, okay, all these people have died. All these well, people have, it's changed 
the way we've looked at a lot of different things. Going I think on. the question people should be asking is not how many people have died. The question should be what policy is coming with this. And so many different varying levels of policy have really started to move down the pipeline at quite a quite an unprecedented pace, um, all based around something that is at the end of the day completely and totally out of every single person's control, out of the vaccine's control, out of my control when I put a mask over my face, out of my control when I leave my house. People in power use disaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To forward the agendas they've wanted what, to forward. What's uh, who uh, don't let any good crisis go, go to waste? waste. Yeah, uh, exactly. who is that? Um, um, Dershowitz? No. Um, no, there was a whole bunch of people. Yeah, but Dershowitz. it was a specific. It, was a spe- <laughs> it wasn't yeah, Dershowitz. It was, Dershowitz. It was a specific um, uh, politician that said that. Yeah, uh, um, it's, it, um, the guy that used to be mayor of Chicago. Yeah, he was under Obama for a while. Yeah, I can't and, remember his name. Ugh. Anyway, I wanted to say Rand Paul, but that's not. No. Uh, it, it'll come to us yeah. in the middle of this. So, Don't worry about it. Yes. But but you're absolutely right about yeah. that. No good crisis goes to waste. Yeah. And I, I, I understand that too, because when things are running good, when things are running, you know, when the porridge is warm, it mm-hmm. ain't cold, it ain't too hot, people are like, yeah, life is fine. Let it go on. Yeah. Well, and that's the concern that I have now is that in some areas, as you know, you're saying, you know, the porridge is, is super hot in some areas mm-hmm. and really cold in others. Mm-hmm. And what this is doing is it's cro- causing this really strange dichotomy in our society in which there's people on both ends of the spectrum who, as much as I love conspiracy theories, have latched themselves to things that are just simply not true. And I don't mean that in the sense that they don't have a nugget of truth. I mean that in the sense that across the board, there are objective lies being you know, mm-hmm. perforated throughout both groupings of society. And when I say both groupings, I mean both major parties. Mm-hmm. You know, one side thinks one thing, the other one thinks the exact opposite, sure, and sure. both of them are detrimental. Not to necessarily um, the well, actually, no. To, I would say argue to the world. I would say both of those views are detrimental to the world. One, one being that nothing is true and everything is influenced and everything is made up by mm-hmm. this grouping of people, which is kind of sort of true it has rings of truth to it and then the other one being that everything related to this country is completely evil and thus we should take a step back and stop well, doing anything good in the country because everyone is racist like those two those two lies because mm-hmm. they're both lies are causing major ripple effects within our society and within the world right now because you look See. at south africa you look at cuba they're doing things that are strangely similar right now to what we did in may they reflect the similar things uh-huh. right? you know the funny thing is is the fringes have always been around Right, they've always been on the fringe of everything else, and this this big block in in the middle kind of gives balance to the thought equation, the civilized movement forward in in time. And what's happened over the last fifteen years, twenty years, maybe, is that uh, uh, the these fringes have become so vocal and so in your face that they're getting normalized. They're stretching, stretching our understanding of stuff, and it never goes back again. Well, we're just, getting we're getting desensitized to all of this. Well, stuff. what they're doing, and, and here's the thing: is I would say that not only I wouldn't say they really have gotten louder. I just say the tension's probably grown with them. What they're doing is they're repeating something over and over and over and over and over and over and over again until the powers that be that know that it's not true just give up. Um, it's like a, it's like it's like if you ever have a conversation with someone who's addicted to something, you know. 
there's not going to be any change unless they recognize that they're addicted to something. And if they continue to say that, no, I'm not addicted, no, I'm not addicted, no, I'm not addicted, they're going to create a feedback loop within their own head, proving to themselves that they're not addicted and that you're wrong. No matter what you say, you could show them an empty bottle that they had just finished and they'll say, nope, that's not my problem. I'm totally functional. Human beings and have an incredible way of justifying anything every, yeah, they do. Yeah, which makes, us, which makes us from a, a, a moral and a theological perspective uh, incredibly evil. Well, um, evil or just mm, mm. our you know, it's almost like the whole the whole argument about conscious and unconscious, mm-hmm. either bias or anything else. You have a part of you working on the another part of you that you don't even understand how it's working on you. And by the time you're done, you're making an argument that a, a week ago or an hour ago you would have never made in a million years, but you're making it to justify some action or thought process or argument you made. Yeah, you, you, you're justifying that's still, everything through logic. I, I still think that that when I say but, evil, I don't mean yeah. that people are innately evil. I mean that people have propensity. Every single one of us to be, every single one of us has the propensity to be as evil as the most evil thing you can think of. And the reason I say that is because if you don't acknowledge that, then you are already down the wrong path. Well, because you history think, has shown you that, uh-huh. and you've read different things lately. I know we've talked about some of them that show how good people. It's it's not like. There's a black and white. No, there's not. There's this huge shade of gray that you can get into. And I, I think part of the problem is something that I think psychologists call affect heuristics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that I, I, I honestly believe that some people live their life with that in the forefront, whether yeah. intentional or not. It might be subconscious. But affect heuristic is basically using very speedy, quick, emotional responses to determine what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Without reflection, without yeah. thought process, without logic. And what ends up happening is you make all these different decisions, you go down this road, and then occasionally you back off that. And when you need to, when somebody brings it up and puts a, a wall against that, that's when you justify it with all this well, then you be- seemingly odd logic. Well, then you, you become up. a victim. Which, And so uh, what's interesting, and this ties into our topic for today, you know, over the last year there's been a lot of changes and shift is, shifts in society. Um, something that, uh, that, you know, the bull and I've been talking about, and I guess it's been kind of, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's been coined, but I guess the term we're going to use is the, the, the great resignation. It's, from yeah, I don't know if it's been coined, but it's certainly been used mm-hmm. across the board, especially in the business world over the last kind of maybe about five months. Yeah. It hasn't been much longer than that. It's basically been since we've been, the world's been coming out of its COVID slumber, right? Mm-hmm. Even though it really hasn't entirely. But th- that, that great resignation has this formula that basically says, based on you know, the pandemic we've been through, based on the, uh, you know, it, it basically all accounts that the coronavirus pandemic motivated employees to contemplate their careers in such a way and reflect on the hours away from their family and envision this entirely new work-life balance, right? Make yeah. a life, not just a living kind of scenario. Yeah, very similar to Europe. Yeah, very interesting. Ironically enough. to Europe. Yeah. And there, there, are, there are things you can read out there about, can we all go to four-day work weeks? Can we all... Well, you know, there's a lot of interesting things that can happen on this, but what they've, what they've basically said is that this great resignation is a result of people redefining their priorities in their life. Yeah. And I say they're dead wrong. Yeah, I would say, I mean, I think the interest about the, you know, the interesting thing about us kind of trying to do the European model um, when it comes to working 
is it sounds really good on paper, but people, again, we tend to tend to as Americans only focus on the positive things when it comes to other countries. Like when it comes to like Italy or Greece, we'll talk about, wow, yeah, they get to work four days a week and they have three months off vacation. Greece is also really fucking poor. <laughs> they almost broke. went entirely bankrupt, what, well, three same, years ago? Well, look at Italy. They really did. Italy Italy's has a thing. fraction of our GDP. And so when people talk about, well, I want to be able to live the life that I have and then have all the time in the world to do what I want. You look, you can do, for the most part, we have a lot of time in our day. If you if you plan your day effectively and now that people are working from home and you're you're effective, most people can get a lot done. The problem is they're not talking about getting a lot done. They're talking about just sitting on their ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem is no one wants to clarify that. Like, I don't want to be out of work for three months because you know what I have to do well, for the other nine months of the year? I have to save three months of money to live for three months. Not if you have a wage coming to you from the government. Well, the wage right? from the government is still getting that, taxed out of my, my employment benefits. So I'm still coming out Not if you don't make over a certain amount. Because if you don't yeah, make over a certain mm, amount, you get all taxes back in I this don't country. Think that. That's I, the really, way it that's is. That's how it that? works? Oh, hell yeah. Jesus Christ. Hell yeah. The top, I, I don't have the what stats in front system. of me, but the, the top echelon of people paid in the United States pay... Way, well, I'm not talking about almost, the U.S. I'm not talking about the U.S. Well, I'm talking about like country, Italy I, I or know. Greece. I have no idea on that. So, but th- the real problem here is this great this this narrative of the Great Resignation mm-hmm. puts the cart before the horse, as the saying goes, sure. right? And the, the business leaders have bought into this, basically saying, "Oh yeah, you know the you know the there there's there's such a um, a need for more employee flexibility, and and the narratives are all about." everybody was in pandemic isolation and things like this have occurred. And there's, there's components of truth. As you said earlier, when you were talking about things, there's always nuggets of truth in all this, right? Yeah. And in a shit of lies. Well, <laughs> really what ends up happening is that the, the news media would much rather talk about all the, the um, negative stories, if you will, about this pandemic and all the recalibration people are doing within their families, within the context of how they live and how they prioritize and all this kind of stuff. And they're saying, because of that, people are resigning to go do different things. No, no, that's not the case. That's not the case at all. They're, it's the other way around. Yeah. They're resigning because there's so many job openings. Exactly. And just like everyone else in the whole freaking world, you, you've, if you've got leverage to get to go from $15 an hour to $20 an hour by moving from this industry to that industry and you know you have a job opening they're not going to turn you down why do not? not do it yeah why wouldn't you and you know the funny thing is all in addition to that it's not like people are uh, exactly clamoring to get back in the workforce right now when exactly. big when big daddy government is uh, putting a bowl of uh, government goo in front of them and telling them to eat tasty goo yeah no it tastes like tasty shit goo. It tastes hey, just like shit. sit at home hit hit automatically send automatically send don't worry about it your interest rates only 19.35 percent a month yeah but you know what if you if you if you load up on too much of that you know we're recalibrating how the the credit scores go because we're ending up doing a social credit score like china someday (laughs) i'm telling you i don't think that's gonna happen it's already here dude no i'm telling you you can say it's already here but there's i'm telling you there's gonna be massive pushback to this look there's a lot of pushback to a lot of things give me one thing i I had masks before they were popular in 2019 
and for the most part, I called bullshit early on in this Hold whole on, thing. Hold on, come over here. Come no, over I here. I got to pat no, you on the back. No, it's okay. It's you can, okay, you can, you can pat my paw. Oh, I'm not going to pat your paw. <laughs> you got claws on that paw. Um, so for the most part, you know what's nice, and obviously people are like, oh, you're full of shit. I've been pretty... No, we're not full of shit. Uh, we're telling you the truth good. here, guys. Yeah, we've been pretty good on, on what's actually happening. Um, uh, the whole Biden's going to knock on your door thing. Oh, that's actually going to happen, cats. You get prep your buttholes. That's a real thing that's going to happen. Why don't you explain, Lucy? Um, so <laughs> Being Cuban Day, I had to do a desert. Yeah, no, I got it. Uh, no, you didn't. Yeah, you don't even know who it is. I love Lucy. Yeah, hey, Lucy, I, I'm home. What if I hit I you it. with a rolled up newspaper? God, Jesus! Well, that's what you do to the bad dogs, right? Well, well yeah. Well, you in just the old days, said it in relation when there was to corporal, I... when there was actually <laughs> corporal punishment against dogs. <laughs> You said it in relation to I love Lucy, though. So the next thought was I thought you were going to smack me because I, I was talking was about Lucy. you. You told oh my God. Desi Arnaz was oh you told God. me he's an abuser, yeah, right? Well, you do a rolled up newspaper. I guess that works. Um, <laughs> long story short, everyone's probably heard about this. Joe Biden said they're going to send out tasks for task force forces. Whatever that means, stormtroopers mm-hmm. um, from uh, the government to knock on doors to make sure that you're vaccinated. So to encourage. No, to make sure they're going to take keep track of who they're has just signs. Encourage you. No, they're going to keep track of who has signs. They're going to keep track of who says no. They're going to keep track of who says was disgruntled, disgruntled, and they're going to put this all in the database. Just you watch. Just you watch. On what Facebook? No, in the FBI. <laughs> well, no. In the Facebook CIA and the FBI. Bureau of Investigation. And that works. Yeah. Right. FBI. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg is an alien. Um, that's true too. Um, <laughs> but he's not Cuban. No, he's not. So, I, you know, I think the interesting part is that people, you know, they look at this thing that we're talking about and they say there's not, you know, a huge amount of evidence that says that the pan- pandemic has changed longstanding market market incentives. I mean, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Well, it really hasn't. I mean, you know, I, I've read some stuff on this, even affiliated with a company that did some <clears throat> some research specific to this this item. And basically what it looked at is a progression through the last 20 years or so of how job openings correlated with job quits so to speak if that's a term job quits and if you looked at two charts side by side and obviously you can't see them on a podcast but if you looked at a chart side by side what you'd basically see is an a one-for-one reflection of all the ups and downs along that that chart so when there are a lot of job openings that means a lot of people said, hey, it's a great job market. Let's go out there and maybe get a job that I really want. Because whether, whether there's a pandemic or there's not, people are always thinking. How can know, I get ahead? Uh, yeah, not yeah. just ahead. How, if you, they used to do statistics in surveys on how many people love their job, right? And how many people hate their job and everywhere <laughs> in between. Such a and the reality has always been most people don't like their job. Well, the grass is always greener yeah. somewhere else. And in this case, when you look over on the grass over there and there's there's bills sitting on the grass, $100 bills sitting over in their grass that says, come to me and I'll pay you these hundreds and we'll guarantee you a job for a year. And hey, don't worry about a non-disclosure agreement because yeah. the, the government administration is just on an executive order saying we're going to modify those and you're not going to be, you're not going to have to worry about, you can join them over there for $20 an hour, $30 an hour, $40 an hour. When you get real good at whatever you do, uh, just go somewhere else. No big yeah, deal. That's not going to happen. That's it's well, that's well, that, here's the this thing is, is happening, what they're pushing. But, they're pushing it in all these ways. Yeah. And whether whatever you believe, there's always going to be pushback. But the problem is, is once you push something out there, the pushback becomes less and less because it's normalized. All you have to do is look at the last few years of regulation on 
I don't care what administration you're talking about, regulation of regulation of regulation, nothing gets rolled back. We went from a $2 trillion Obama era budget to, to what is trillion. $6 trillion today. Yeah. And that doesn't even include all the extra stuff we're spending. Well, and that also doesn't take into account the, yeah, as you said, the extra stuff we're but, spending and the total overall hit that the the we're going to give you money policies from the government are going to eventually hit us with. You know, it, it's, I hate talking about this because the people my age, they, they, they listen to it and their eyes kind of glaze over and then they just kind of tune out. This I wish they is, wouldn't. They shouldn't because this is this is stuff that's going to dictate what your life is going to be like over the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. So figure out whatever debt you have, try and figure it out. Figure it out, put get rid some of it. put some money aside. If you're investing, do smart investing and just be smart because the next 10 years are going to be an interesting bout into how America is going to have to overcome the terrible policies of this current administration. And when people say, "Well, the policies aren't terrible." Get, you can't just, just wait. spend and spend just and spend. fucking wait because this is all a lagging indicator. It's just like right. the, it's just yes. like the it's just like the Dow. It's just like all that. Right. It lags. It there takes is a, time. There is a very risky bet going on right now with this administration that says, "Let's blow all this money into the system because when we get to a certain recovery period, it's there's so much recovery going on that the the GDP." By the way, GDP includes money the government gives you. I hate to tell you. Yeah, I know. So that's totally a reflection of nonsense. Yeah, but what data. they're basically saying is that all this international dynamic and U.S. continental dynamic that's going to go on is going to go overcome the new debt we're creating. No, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a doomsayer at all. I hope for the best. I always say, if if you're looking, if you're looking to, if you're going through hard times. Mm-hmm. Business-wise, personal-wise, whatever, you can either do one of two things. You can lower your expectation and cut all your costs as much as humanly possible, or you can grow through it, bring in new sales, go out and get a second job, change your scope of, of work, all those kinds of things. The reality is always somewhere in between. Right, you can't. But you can't bet on the only thing that's going to happen, like this administration is, is that we're going to overcome it all with growth. That just well, you can't, you can't predict that. Well, you well, especially after you knock out thirty percent of small businesses. In oh, it's going to be more than year. That. It's going to be a, more. Than yeah, it doesn't. Well, either way, thirty percent, one third of the pie. You it, can't expect there to be immense growth from nothing. Right, and so this great, great resignation thing. You know where a lot of these these people are going to work. They're going to work for bigger companies, which is the bigger help. companies have already said they're going to pay more to get you, which is just putting more small businesses out of work. Well, again, the problem that the bigger companies aren't really taking into consideration is that you're eventually going to have to have people to fill in that median gap of supply and demand. You can Not have all the AI products is here. Well, AI still has to account for making things. We could say we reach the threshold of singularity within our lifetime, which we most likely will. Um, AI is still going to take time to create things. It's just like when during COVID we had the shortages of the 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 faux shortage of of toilet paper because most toilet <laughs> paper is, is created locally. Uh, that was all caused by the MSM. So when people say well, toilet you know paper, what toilet is gone, paper is made out of right? Probably poop. No, it's probably made of paper. Our butt What's out paper of made pa- out of lumber. Yeah, lumber oh, is this on par with gold right now. Now we know why lumber went up. It's well, because everybody bought all the toilet paper and reduced well, the amount of lumber in the world. Yeah, right? and it's also on par. No, I'm like, just kidding. Of course, inflation. I hope everybody understands yeah, that. Yeah, it's inflation. Um, so that was all nonsense. But I guess the, the, the point that people seem to be forgetting is that everything is correlated to, like everything's tied together. All these things are tied together. So when you shut down a bunch of small businesses, 
be them restaurants or not, guess where all the overflow goes Correct. to? Other companies. And those yeah. companies can't afford or handle the overflow. So guess what happens? Their service goes down. People right. don't go there anymore. Those companies eventually stop They stop making money because their service is so bad because they have two employees. Right. Then uh, in retrospect, I mean, you go... Have you been wolf to a, to yes, a restaurant? Yes, terrible. There's like one person cooking in the back and one person so, waiting on 20 people? I'm normally not uh, critical of our French from down under. But I went to their representative. Oh gosh, I yes. went to their representative restaurant, and I'm disappointed because they yeah. had two people on staff. And so, you know, we go, we move off from the restaurants. Let's talk well, about supply fin- and demand, though. Well, well, I, I'll go because, supply and demand. But to finish your thought on that restaurant, unnamed restaurant, uh, it wasn't just that. For a common visitor like ourselves, you kind of feel bad for these people, right? Yeah. Yet we ended up spending more money on the food. More money on the drinks, mm-hmm. more money on the tips yep. for worse service. Yep. What kind of what kind of supply well, and demand and on, curve is that? It's on no it's on no fault of the employees either, um, because they there there's a point in time where companies need to figure out whether they're a company or whether they're a government satellite. Mm-hmm. If the government tells you to do something, you can tell the government no. Mm-hmm. That is our right in this country. Like there, there is no, there, there never once ever, ever in the de- the Declaration of Independence or, or our founding documents, has there ever been anything within those documents that says we have to listen to everything the government says. That's that's where I come in from a political sp- perspective. Sure. The sure. government is responsible for foreign policy. That's about it. When people talk about they're, economy, they're in, they were. To protect our ass. Yeah, that's sure, what they're for. Sure. Protect it through foreign policy. Sure. Through, but at the same time, not really. Because at the end of the day, when someone comes up to you and says, well, I have all the weapons, I'm going to protect you, and then doesn't let you have the weapons, guess what well, they are? It. They're a tyrant. Apparently, we only need nuclear bombs now, right? <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Um, <laughs> God, that guy. Oh, my God. He's, all of crazy. Them, all of them are that terrible. Was crazy. They're all, yeah. Well, yeah the let's let's is, round them all up into one Well, the pendulum has swung so far that I, I, it I just am goes back and forth. thoroughly expecting Ronald McDonald to be the next president of the United States. Hey. Um, or Jeffrey Epstein. Or Epstein, he'll come in with his weird little egg-shaped phalange, and he'll he'll be like a, he'll be like, yeah, hey, had to go I'm there, the president. We'll be like, okay, you thought I was dead. I it was a magic trick. Now that you, oh, I, I could almost, <laughs> um, uh, I filtered out my last comment just in time. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> um, so I mean, we move on from restaurants, and you've got the logistics supply chain issue. Oh, I mean, you crazy. know more about this than yeah, I do. Yeah. But with that being said, supply and demand. If something goes up in demand, there needs to be supply. And if you shut down the manufacturing house, uh, warehouses, why do you think there are no PlayStation 5s or Xbox Series Xs it's right now? It's going to be a terrible because, lagging demand. Well, it's because terrible. there's a terrible lag in demand for the video chip and the video cards mm-hmm. right now. And on top of that, you, you look at something like silver. Silver is the same thing. It's a high... Silver is, is, a, is a finite resource, mm-hmm. but it is not as rare as gold. Right, so it right. is more readily available. Not, Not anymore. anymore. So you know, it's it, this is common sense stuff that people just have somehow. They, they I guess they were never taught it. That's my well, argument. They've you, never been but taught. See, this. these are these are the. I mean, it's an old joke, right? If if you if you have a check in your checkbook, I know you don't even know what a checkbook is, but if you have yes, a check in your checkbook. That means you can write a check, right? Sure. No, you have you to can have money to write in your checks. bank. Correct, and it's the same with all the supply and demand stuff. It really is, and the supply chain in general—it's not broken, but it's severely damaged. Uh, all I would you have say to do—it's broken. I would not, say it's, it's very close. I, I think that it will recalibrate. I've been in it long enough. It will recalibrate itself, but it's going to be very damaging. And it's—we talked about leverage as an employee going mm-hmm. somewhere else. Great resignation. See, I look at this thing more as the great reshuffle. And sure. it's not just about employees moving from one place to another. It's about 
shifting dynamics in worldwide economies. Yeah. You've got stuff that used to cost two grand to get here from China in a TEU, which is a 20-foot equivalent unit. That's mm-hmm. what it means when you set these things on ships. Everybody's seen these giant ships ever since the oh, Suez Canal huge. disaster. They're massive And ships. there's you know 20,000 TEU equivalents on mm-hmm. there, or 20-foot equivalent units on there. And they're all full of merchandise, Yep. if not drugs or, or people. people or anything else. Yeah. So we won't go there to, on this podcast, but that would be a fun one. Yeah, but, maybe. But, the, <laughs> but it used to cost $2,000 to get from China to, to Port of L.A. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Ten grand. Yeah. Before surcharges. Well, here's and here's the, the concerning part about that as well as when you mentioned that, you know, the government's banking on our economy coming back. Yeah. Well, the government hasn't really taken much thought into thinking about how funny our money currently is. Mm-hmm. It's backed by nothing. It's backed by a, a, a system that tells us that's what it's worth. And I, mean, I don't know if you saw today the triple A rating that we have. It's getting damaged. That means that's no gonna one's be, that's gonna a buy big our bonds. deal, man. No one's because gonna the, buy the only invest. way we've been pumping all this money in the economy is for the Fed to buy bonds back. Mm-hmm. and pay it back. And in a lot of other people, no other is, and again, you know, we've talked about this in previous podcasts that the the reality is is the the worldwide pinning currency for everybody else is the U.S. dollar. So in yeah. my mind, that's the only reason. That we can do but, some of the odd things that we do. The only reason that's the case is because we've, for the most part, proven that we are a reliable source of income for other countries and for investing. Right now, because we decided to take a n- no. Re- yes, you're absolutely okay, right. So but the reliability factor. Oh, it's is gone. The, it's out the window. Well, it may it's, be gone, but who else do you rely on? Well, See, that's the I point. Mean, China right now. No, the, the, the yuan is a shit show. Yeah, Are you kidding bad, me? But when it comes to when it comes to the yuan the is definitely economic a shit power. Show. They don't have it. I'm they're sorry. About a 12, they, they're, 12 trillion no, GDP. They, they're half. They, they you know, the only reason they may get to be the number one world power is because they're going to take their entire population and make that a not just a secondary but a tertiary thought. Yeah. In the CCP's mind, what already that's, is for the but most part. But that's part. that's the difference. The only way they can achieve economically is to do something along those lines. Yeah. Well, so, and then the buying power of the Chinese people of American products and stuff like that, or not products, but American culture and all that jazz is what's really also driving people towards that American direction. culture that's allowed by the mm-hmm. CCP. Right. Have you ever, I, I so don't know if anyone on listening to the podcast has ever watched some of the uh, absolutely riveting uh, propaganda from the Chinese communist party it's incredible it, well it's better than ours because ours is like cartoons and people talking about when i woke up with my 14 mommies and daddies and i decided to be a military person and they're like 12 it's like well, no like that's not it, it, the, the problem is is that the the consuming nature of the chinese people is not for hard u.s goods no grain and stuff like that certainly pork all those kinds of things but not for hard u.s goods no for exportation from the U.S., what it consumes is all the the uh, sports, entertainment, and entertainment, sports. Uh-huh. and things. The the largest markets in the world for most of the 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 movies that come out today that have or any China is China. And and the funny thing about this is it makes our problem even worse internally because the the people that have the social media grasp are the same people. Yes. The ones that are trying to be influencers for all the young people, all the year generation well, and younger well, in the United States are all these what people. What does influencer that, even mean? 
That's the thing that it, I. The, like, here's the thing that I, I, I hate know. so much about this is we pick these fucking buzz terms that mm -hmm. mean nothing. They're yeah, false. You're right. The, it does. Influencer you're right. of it's, what? And I'll tell you what. There's another buzz term that leads for this that that really disturbed me from the last year. And, and the, what was the term everybody used if you were at a worker that was quote unquote essential? Mm -hmm. What a bullshit thing to say. Well, it's, it's every it's, one of us is essential. Well, here's the you know thing, what they're essential to our own circle of influence. Well, our own circle of life. I mean, yes. if you, here's the thing. What's so funny about that is that that the the insidiousness of that term is what's breeding the othering of everyone who doesn't agree with one group right now in the United States. It started there. They say, oh, well, we're oh, essential. You, we're you guys not. are an essential. You don't have. Well, you okay. go home. So. Here's a funny thing about mm -hmm. the, the, the Nazi party, because people who bring this up all the time, uh, they were really good about othering groups. Mm -hmm. And I know it's not a comparative. I don't want it. Please, God, hope it's not a comparative. It's, it's, but, it's, but historically, from a, a, you know, a mental standpoint and from a this seems similar standpoint, wow, you finished that off. <laughs> um, it's, it's eerily similar and it's effective. It's a, it's, a, it's a psychological way of manipulating people. You say that you're on the in crowd and everyone else is not a part of your group and it gets you to be a part of that group think and that eventual group shift that causes you to do things that you otherwise would have objected to had you right, not been a right, part right. of the group. Those that do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it over and freaking over. Let's hope that's not the case. Let's well, not in the case. same way. And and you know what? The one thing that hopefully is a backstop for all of this. Jesus. We talk, <laughs> well, maybe. Super Jesus. Super Je we need Super a, Jesus to comes, come down now. Comes down a Ducati Panigale V4. <laughs> I can get behind that. <laughs> I'm here to save you with my coolness. What party would you run under? The Jesus, the Jesus party, party. <laughs> <laughs> the JP, JP. I've turned WWJ. This, I've turned these Budweisers into delicious IPAs. Forget that, <laughs> forget that fish and loaves thing. <laughs> you guys want some wagyu beef? <laughs> oh, God. And then like oh. the super devil comes out, and it's like. Uh, who the super devil be? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Beep oh. boop, beep boop. <laughs> Everyone, join my friend group. Oh, I never God. blink when I talk. Yeah, I, I you know, the, the thing that I have. <laughs> I never noticed that. He never blinks. He, he never, he's, he is I like. I have a disorder when he that blinks, I do not blink. When he blinks, it's like you're watching him. You know how you, you know like when talk, you talk to psychopaths and they I consciously shift? Yeah, well, you can it's notice. something I. Well, with yeah. some people, you can notice when they like consciously process something you're doing and then they processing, shift. Processing, processing. Like, respond to what you're saying. Like, he is very much that individual. Like, I could be sitting in a coffee shop, and Mark Zuckerberg will walk in with his fucking $800 gray hoodie and his dumb, <laughs> dumb fucking blue shirt underneath with his blue jeans and his freaking Converse, Chucks, walks in. Yeah, I'll have one coffee, and I'll smile at him, and then you'll see his brain process in his head because he's the smartest person in the world that he needs to smile, and he'll do this. It's just the weirdest thing, and I've watched his interview. I've watched well, his deposition like, stuff we, like remember that. Remember, we had the interview with the gal on here a while back. Same exact thing. Same thing. Same exact thing. Yeah. yeah. What was her name? Uh, uh, I don't remember. Thoroughberg. Yeah. No, 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 she was Thoroughberg, the Theth th th Theranos. Theranos. Um, oh, Elizabeth, I wish, I wish, uh, Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, she was a robot. You know what? She's Mark Zuckerberg's sister. I think we just sister. hit on it. Yeah, they're all robots. Is that why they're all retiring, too? They're so too? dumb, though. They're either going they're, to jail but, or retiring. They're so stupid, and they're self-suiciding in jail. Um, they're, they're just so stupid, though. That's well, you, the problem. You, you, you're, you're 
kind of a libertarian, right? Kind yeah, of sort of, kind at of least sort in of, part. Yeah. So did you ever read Atlas Shrugged? Mm, I remember bits and pieces of Wild it. book. Yeah. I, I read it years and years ago. Yeah. Um, but the part of the premise was that all these, you know, unbelievable, uh, on, not entrepreneur, I was going to say entrepreneur, but the steel magnets and the mm-hmm. railroad guys, all, all these guys said, screw, we're not putting up with this bullshit anymore. We're out. Yeah. And they all basically faked their deaths and went away. Hmm. Just kind of retired, kind of like the distance. Richard Branson. They, they ended going up getting space. rockets and going to right. Yeah, exactly. Which is the next thing? Just wait. The next other. They're all of headed society. to their moon moon uh, base. Was that Ethereum? Did we yes. talk about that in our I first episode? Did. Ethereum. Are you Matt Damon? Uh, Matt Damon. Um, well, you know well, who is that? An Arnold Schwarzenegger Matt version Damon. of Matt Damon? <laughs> no, it's, a, it's an <laughs> SNL version. They they had like an SNL skit a long oh, time okay. ago. It sounded oh. kind of like. His buddy Amflack. Yeah. Well, Amflack. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, no one knows, honestly. Uh, but when it comes to like the the super secret conspiracy esque part of things, yeah. Another thing that's going on that I think is really fun to talk about and is most definitely a cancelable topic is also uh, the Great Reset, which oh. so Great Resignation, Great Reshuffle happening at the same great time. Weird. That's strangely yeah. coincidental. So, wow. wow. So, you know, the wow, ka-chow. Wow. Um, so, you know, the funny thing about this that whole. Luke Wilson? Oh, it was, no, it was Wedding Owen crashers? Wilson. Oh, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Oh, Luke right. Wilson's one, Idiocracy, one of the greatest one movies of with all time. A, with a straight nose and one without. Yeah, well, okay. he used to have a straight nose. He did. I think did he got he? broke while he was skiing. If I remember correctly. Well, apparently it's his trademark now. Or maybe that was Liam Neeson. Oh, that was Liam Neeson. His oh, wife. Oh, that was broke. his wife. Uh, oh, that uh, that was. You know what? That's sad. I like Liam Neeson. I did too. Uh, rip, rip Liam well, I Neeson's do too. wife. Yeah. Yeah, he's still alive. Thank yeah, God. He's still alive. We need someone to save our our daughters. Thank God, because you never know when you might get taken. I'm not gonna do it. No, come on. No, I can't do his voice. I can't. I can do Jason Statham's voice. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> I'm Jason Statham. And I'm here to get back your daughter. I've never had a clean shave in my life. Never had a clean... I'm not I'm, sure who I sound like, my, but... <laughs> you maybe. You sound like an old... Oh, hey, hey, be nice. <laughs> come on, you can at least give me some... You got some moonshed. Oh, come on <laughs> An <now>. old prospector. <laughs> you know, uh, well, somehow got a bull is old and standing on the hill glistening, but he gets no respect whatsoever. Permanently got a nine o'clock shadow. A nine o'clock, nine, not a five nine o'clock. o'clock. Got a nine, nine o'clock, o'clock shadow. shadow permanently, but my forehead is somehow shiny. I'm always the same guy in every movie. He is absolutely the same guy in every movie. Every and he's single. made a bazillion dollars being the same you guy. You know who else is? I'm so proud of him. Dwayne the Rock, Rock Johnson. Johnson. He's not natty, guys. He is 100% steroid filled. Oh, are you kidding he me? He is 100%. How could he not be? Well, you that is know not, how this goes, though. He, he looks All these... like the cartoon version of me. Well, here's here's a fun fact, people who are listening who may or may not be going to the gym. If your biceps are bigger than your head, <laughs> you're not natural. You're not natural. Like that's just it doesn't matter. Like your head is not going to ever be smaller than your biceps unless you are sipping on the joy juice, which you shouldn't ever do. Mm, yes, um, because other things won't be large anymore. Well, you won't be able to see it anyway because your thighs <laughs> will get so large and your pecs will be so big. Um, but yeah, but, so the Great Reset. You know, hold on. Before we get to the Great Reset, though, 
we were kind of Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Um, um, I don't got to go deep. Prospector, go apparently. Yeah, Jason Statham. <laughs> Yeehaw! Have you heard the story of the lost Dutchman's treasure? No, but I've now heard I about sound, the Yeti. Now I sound like what's his name from freaking. I don't know. Cur- no, I'm not going to give you a what's his name at all. I, you won't even give me the Captain the, Jack Sparrow. No. Yes. You, no. That, that sounded like good. his nemesis. Yeah, the, uh, bad the guy. older guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the, the him. I don't sound. Uh, whoever Cap- the guy Captain is. Jack Sparrow is kind of difficult. I can't really that's do his voice. Closer. Oh, he's got to talk like he's drunk. I can't really do his. Yeah, voice. that's why they had the perfect guy for his father in that. The guy from Rolling Stones. Russell Brand. No, Russell Brand. No, <laughs> he is Rolling he's, Stones. He's, uh, yeah, well, Russell Brand is Rolling Stones. Damn it, he's Rolling Doobies. Not I Stones, love him. He's, he's great. Russell Brand is great. Yeah. He's got some great podcasts. Have I told you the story of Russell Brand's lost nipples? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, like you can, You know hell? what's funny is you can do what a the... pirate voice over and anything, anything, and it's, it's like the most good. enticing thing. <laughs> I'll take a Big Mac with a side of French fries. Now you sound maybe, like the maybe a small Diet Coke. <laughs> like, like it's, it's 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 great. You can say it with absolutely anything. You know what you're forcing me to do? Number one, I am glistening. I am, but number two, I am actually going to have to learn some kind of. I've got to be able to imitate somebody other than John Wayne because nobody knows what he is anymore. Calling. Customer 51, beep. Sphincter control, sphincter control. You, no, this you gotta be you gotta be the person from the DMV, because I'm gonna the be the DMV? pirate guy. Yeah, be the pirate be, huh, You gotta be depressed. Hey. Uh, whoever has number 42, come to desk 49, please. That's 49, 42, 42, 49. I smell like rum. Bring your ID. Oh, God. No, don't bring oh. your ID. Don't need that. Well, Hello. How be your day? <laughs> Sir, I'm here. This is a vision test. Take off the patch, please. I Take only off the have eye patch. One eye. <laughs> <laughs> then you can only drive I'm, a motorcycle. I am here to renew me license. <laughs> From what state was your original license, sir? Tortuga. Tortuga. Tortuga is not on my list of approved states. It's a southern-ish area. <laughs> area. Okay, approved stamp. Also, uh, I'd like to change me name to Richard Bellfinger. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the I, hell? I'm on oh, the run from the British Empire. <laughs> like, oh like, it's just like, it's so fun. Uh, it's so fun. You can do any voice in a pirate. Like, you well, can say you anything. Know, you know, the, the, the problem with going to the DMV these days, though, is people are getting swamping the DMVs. You know why? You know who hasn't. Because the great reshuffle is going on. You know who hasn't been decreasing their employees? The DMV, the DMV. baby. And, you know, but... Well, the the they, final kind of statement on the on the whole reshuffle thing that I wanted yeah. to kind of bring up, though, is that the the idea of resignations and quits and back and forth and leverage for the employees, all that's fine and good. But what's happening is there's another dynamic. People are moving all around the country in different places, and part of that is moving from these these nodes, right? New York financial node, mm. Hartford, Connecticut insurance, mm. Silicon Valley tech, Gavin you know, Newsom's many, testicle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, his yeah. left one. You. His right one's further south. But oh, I'm Gavin Newsom. Oh, I'm Gavin Newsom. Apparently he's a pirate oh, now. I'm Gavin Newsom, and I'm here to talk to you about how we're going to increase the livelihoods of California. We're going to shred it, Those dude. fucking peasants. 
It's like going to Point Break. I've got my, I've got my first. I sound like Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two. <laughs> Aliens exist, man. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't like. Uh, yeah, I get what but you're saying. No, my my like, whole point is is that this reshuffle is not even close to being done. Oh no, things will settle out, and I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'm prediction predict. Alert, alert, Vladimir prediction, Putin prediction. Gonna, Vladimir Putin is going to politically reshuffle into the president of the United States. Well, he already did, apparently, first with Trump. and You ever see right? him on the, the horse, yeah. the shirtless? Everyone has. It's the well, most beautiful don't photo. You have that, don't you have that poster on your wall? I have a mural. Oh, okay. Yeah, a mural. One of those, one of those murals you could get yeah, in, yeah. one of those velvet murals. So, like so, 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 so I walked in. It, it was deep down in L.A., and I walked in, and I was somewhere. I was dressed as a as traditionally as I was would that be. that taco I had a poofy, shop you went to? I had a poofy shirt, and I was like, I would like to purchase. Those are pirate shirts. <laughs> I that's, would like to purchase I this like photo of uh, Vladimir that, Putin on a horse shirtless, oh please. God, that is hilarious. That is Okay. And the guy's like, are, you, are, you are you serious? Are you serious? Are you serious? I am from Tortuga. <laughs> I think you should actually dress up as a pirate. And I do could that. be. Yeah. You should go on yeah. the road. Well, then it's well. It's strangely enough, the manager of the establishment that was selling the things, I was like, I want, I want the painting. And then, yeah, we can't <laughs> give you the painting. Uh, you don't have enough money. We don't take gold. So balloons. apparently, <laughs> you went to a swamp, and that was. <laughs> That was Kermit. Rainbow They're selling you connection <laughs> somewhere. The leaders you know, you know will what? be. You went from do, 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 do. You, your your disposition at the start of this wolf was very waka down. waka. I, was, I, was, I can I do was all the feeling a little depressed. Yeah, you had your energy drink. Yeah, you brought it up a little bit. Yeah, which is great. But now we're getting no points across. No, we're not getting any points across. We're listening so, to me pretend to be great Kermit shuffle. the Frog. Screw the Great Shuffle. Yeah. It's shuffling around. It's shuffle buffalo. Well, you basically said, look, you no. basically said that people are going to be moving around continuously, and I would argue that's probably the case. I mean, well, look at the prices I, of San Francisco. That, well, I, not possible for I most think, people. Well, but I think what's going to happen is these these specific areas like downtown New York, mm-hmm. You're gonna ha- what's going to happen there is the real estate market is going to just go to shit. Yeah, it's going to be and a shithole. And what's going to happen is, is the young people young entrepreneurial people that want to be around these big cities around these financial areas things like that are going to start flooding into this because they're going to start to be able to afford it it won't be right away but it's going to rebound you watch yeah you it's watch. going to be like 1970s new york there's going to be poop on the ground and pirates are going to be walking around on the well their, that ain't going to change like, unless it's well but that's the point well change. no one's but here's the thing is the same thing could be said about detroit right Detroit, oh, Detroit went to absolute came shit and never and came never back. Came back. No. So that's my view. I mean, you look at places like L.A. and Skid Row. You've got people literally who are who are homeless. Some of mm-hmm. which are addicted to drugs. A lot of which are addicted to drugs. Right. Some of which who have mental you know disorders going on, who are like lying dead on the street. Yeah. I mean, like it's illegal in that city in this state. God. It's illegal to lie dead on the street. No, I to remove anybody who is homeless from any premises. Yeah, I, I could, know. I, so the policies are going to change, and pendulums uh, do go so. back and let's forth, so. and things. But so ultimately, there's going to be a big. There is a big reshuffle occurring, and that's just not people. No. Okay, that's businesses. There's reshoring that's occurring from the 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 supply chain stuff we just talked about. When prices go up to bring stuff into into in the United States, then there. are there are things that are going to start to be made in the United States that weren't made in the United States before, and that's a good thing. Yeah. But those are going to be made in places that aren't population population mm. centers currently. They're going to be places that people are going to, like Dallas and Nashville and no. Florida. Uh, here's, like here's the thing. is I think to some degree that will happen, but as, for as long as the government tries to disincentivize American com- com- companies by high taxes and high, uh, not responsibility, but 
maybe unreasonable expectations for their employees, it's going to be harder and harder for that to happen. There's an equation. And that's why... If supply chain costs five times more mm-hmm. to get it to Chicago than yep. it used to, and you can move, you can reshore the manufacturer of chips, for instance, well, let's, to let's, someplace... Well, let's do something interesting and do... Uh, <laughs> let's do frog legs. Frog legs? Well, that depends. If you like French frog legs or if you like, um, you know... Mm, yeah. You know, like, you know, you know, uh, ones you know or, the frogs are gay, right? Chinese? You know, Kermit the Frog, he's pretty gay. No, he was kind of Alex into, Jones is right. Little piggies. I'm saying Alex Jones is right. He's into little pig- he said, this little piggy went to market. And this little piggy went home. to market, and this little piggy went to the slaughter, and this little <laughs> piggy went to buy some Kermit the Frog TM trademark frog legs. <laughs> well, uh, you know, what's reset, funny reset, is, reset. yeah, the funny thing is all these things are happening. And then our social elites, our social elites, headed by Gavin Newsom, got together for the 50th annual meeting of the World Economic Forum held on June in June 2020. It brought together a bunch of people who were high-profile business and political leaders, convened by Charles, Prince of Wales. And Charles. Charles. Not that why, Charles. Why did he... Yeah, convenient. who knows? Um, and the WEF with the theme of rebuilding society and You economy. said WWE? The WEF. Yeah, the WWE, yeah. yeah. John Cena was there yeah, apologizing so. to the Chinese Communist Apparently, regime. Well, yeah. why? Because that's where he sells Because that's the where he gets his money. Um, and their theme was rebuilding society and the economy in a sustainable way following COVID-19. Which is interesting because <sighs> in June of 2020, COVID-19 wasn't done. So how would they know it would ever end? Because their cup is half full, sir. Right. Well, what's funny is it involves three core components. And on paper, these sound so lovey-dovey. They They do. They're perfect. They're they're perfectly structured. Component number one of the Great Reset, brought to you by the World Economic Forum. Creating conditions for a stakeholder economy. Companies seek long-term value creation by taking into account the needs of all of their stakeholders, i.e., Society so at let large. me stop you right there. You like because how creepy I, that was? The IE was the problem. Yeah, who cares? It should have been the EU, not the IE. Uh, EU. Because EU. Because IE is society at large. It's not the stakeholders. Only the people there are the stakeholders. Mm-hmm. Or those that have stakes. And I don't like people with stakes because I am a bull, right? <laughs> but I, you know, I, that's really the problem. This is, these are platitudes. This is, this is a bunch of, kings coming together to tell the whole world that their fiefdoms are important. Their yeah. kingdoms are the serfs are well, all very important people and we'll listen to every single one as long as you don't pick up your fi- p- pitchforks and come after us. Well, number two is even more um, I would say insidious. Building in a more resilient, equitable and sustainable way resilient, based on environmental, equitable, social and governance. It's sustainable. Metrics which would incorporate more green public infrastructure products projects. Which, by the way, I have a little bit of a bone to pick green. with Why the green. With the move or the word green because they think it I'm means something. They seem it mean, they think it means something. So the same people that pitch the argument of going green with everything also yeah. think that electric windmills in the middle of nowhere are eco-friendly and effective they're not effective at all they're highly well, if expensive you hate birds they're very effective yeah well that's i do hate birds that's the animal we're canceling all birds all except birds. the american eagle i like birds no um i what like you birds got against too. birds i have nothing against birds i, just, I wish i could fly 
but too, bulls all you are very heavy. Glisten. All you do is glisten. You've well, never maybe moved. I'm glistening because I'm trying to fly and I'm trying to flap these lack of wings and it doesn't work. I'm up on the hill to try to give me some trajectory if I race down the <laughs> hill and jump over the cliff. <sighs> oh, bull lemming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, 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 green you know. measures, I understand. Look, we need to be renewable. Totally get it. I think solar energy, solar batteries makes a lot of sense. I Hydrogen. think if people would stop being stupid and think that it's 1980s technologically, nuclear, nuclear power nuclear, would be great. Dude. But we're not going to do I mean, that. What is, the, what is the sun? Right? Oh, it's just a ball of lemon, dude. Oh, it's not exploding at every second we're looking at it? Yeah. Well, what's funny is, uh, you know, all these green metrics, all they do is it's just a buzzword for people to just put a bunch of bullshit underneath whatever that buzzword is. So I can say, oh, green renewable energy. And that could account for taking uh, one half of taxpayers dollars and throwing it into a technology that is outdated and overpriced. It would never work. Mm -hmm. Technically, if we want to use solar panels, we could technically fill the entire Saharan desert with solar panels and power the entire world. But the funny thing about that is if we did that, the the eco the ecosphere of that particular era area would become very rainforesty and then the rainforest in the Amazon would die because the dust from the Sahara and Africa coming over was you know that was your point earlier them. that people don't like, get. They, think, they don't understand. They think 1 plus 1 equals 2. No. And there's always a much bigger more five. complex picture. <laughs> but that but that's the thing is it's like they don't like these are problems we can solve, but we've got to Complex do them in smart ways. Complex systems. Yeah. So the third one, the third core component. God, I fucking hate business. I hate, I hate I'll, business I'll culture. I'll read this one for you, okay? Harness the innovations of the, count them, fourth industrial revolution for the public good. Green growth, smarter growth, and fairer growth brought to you by people who buy things that you weren't even aware were purchasable <laughs> you know i i think two of the three components here all talk about green mm-hmm. and equity equity mm-hmm. and things like that and it's what was like, the third revolution is, what was the third one i don't know the third reich or the third revolution the industrial revolution let's play let's stay away from <laughs> nazi puns what was well, the, you t- Come on, you spent five minutes earlier, and I throw one little yeah, that joke was out bad. there. That was too and I, Just too bad. because I don't have an accent? Yeah, you have to do it with an accent. Well, don't, I don't have don't an do accent. It, don't do it. Do you want me to do the do moonshiner do accent again? No. Ha! <laughs> I'm here to tell you about how I lost my teeth. <laughs> well, I, I would say teeth, but I'm from a state that we only have tooth. Mm. Maybe we should lose the 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 swashbuckling. No, not swashbuckling. That was a swashbuckling. The the, the uh, southern. No, no, I'm not going to lose shit. The hillbilly you of the Appalachians. You get to use every accent under the sun. I'm going to pull out whatever mediocre accent I can, <laughs> and you're going to love it. Damn it. <laughs> <sighs> Sheesh. Anyway, we're going to harness. Not everyone can have. Fourth. What is the fourth? What is the third? What is the fourth? What's the third? I don't know. What's the first? Can you name them off? First through fourth. <sighs> The first one had to be like fire and yeah. wheel, right? Well, no, the first industrial revolution like, had to be coal, right? Like coal and, and lumber and all that shit. No, there was the industrial revolution. I mean, that's what I'm saying. We wouldn't what even was, had it. What's the second, said. third, and fourth one? Like, I've, I'm only aware. Like, that's how rich these people are. Is they make up industrial revolutions <laughs> that no one knows about. Like, oh, oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. Let's get oh, here see, together here he for the with another accent. Oh yes, let's talk about industrial revolutions that didn't happen. <laughs> Like it's it's like no one 
I don't. I'm unaware of this. These you don't revolutions. Get a single laugh the rest of this podcast for any of your accents because you're That's dissing fine. my I wasn't Billy accent. You tell you about, I'm tell you about how I'm actually the author of Huckleberry Finn, not Mark Twain. <laughs> Mark Twain and Samuel Clemens have been canceled. Samuel Clemens. He used he used bad verbiage. Yeah, bad but he's a great author verbiage. though. He was an alcoholic. Um, well, Jesus. everyone is. Everyone's an alcoholic. We're all alcoholics. If you were on the Mississippi on a riverboat, wouldn't you have been an alcoholic too? If I lived in that time period, I would have been an alcoholic. You could like avoiding yellow yellow fever and yeah. freaking the plague and, and like everyone has kids and like half their children die before the age of five. It was yeah. kinda normal. Yeah, that was yeah. it was normal. Yeah. You ever go to those those freaking graveyards, man? And all kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It was an army of children that just back then died from bad tumbles. Well no. It was it was usually well, disease. No well, it was also tumbles. I mean no, you break your leg and you yeah, you, you get an infection birth, and you die. Maybe. Yeah, or hardships of birth. Or the the travel across the United States, you know, to the West Coast that killed a lot of kids. That killed a lot of kids. Oh, the Just Oregon Trail was littered with Little Billy went out to get some flowers and little Billy never came back. It's you what didn't go out for ice cream, you went to no. get flowers? Sure. That's the only thing they had back then. They didn't have toys back then. Oh yeah, they did. No, yeah, rocks and yeah, sticks. Rock. Exactly, that's, that's those were toys. the toys, man. And they'll find course, a dandy. You dandy think that's dandy. funny? Those were my toys. Rocks and sticks. Rocks and sticks. They I were built my toys forts too. out of them. I built Lincoln logs. Yeah. Were about the most formed shit. Shit, sticks I've ever used. Lincoln logs slapped. They loved Lincoln. They don't logs. even sell them anymore. You, I don't but think. then I would I would build a fort out of Lincoln logs, and then we'd bomb it with rocks, and those were my toys. Sticks. And uh, rocks. That's a little. Learn about bombs at a young age. Um, well, you know what's interesting about all these these things of the great, great Reset? You know, they apparently include the reinvigoration of science, technology, and innovation while we're ignoring science, technology, and innovation. Um, and they want to move uh, towards net zero transitions globally. The introduction mm-hmm. of carbon pricing, reinventing longstanding incentive structures, whatever that means, uh, rebalancing investments to include more green investments. There's the color again. And encouraging green public infrastructure projects. There's the caller again. Of course, any media organization who, obviously, they are not activist groups <laughs> of useless college degree morons that claim, they don't claim that any form of conspiracy theories are baseless, obviously. Like, they, they, they tell the truth. It's not like they are saying that these things that, quote-unquote, are not happening, quote-unquote. It's not like they're lying or anything. Um I could eye roll my entire brain out of my head with how ridiculous this is. Because here's what's so funny. The conspiracy aspect of all this. And this is what I was talking about earlier. The pendulum is just swinging so fucking far. The conspiracy aspect of all this ties into something that we're not going to mention. But it kind of rhymes with Akon, Bacon, 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 Union, Mason. Kind of rhymes with those words. One. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> if you get my drift. Um, so this oddly rhymy conspiracy posits that Donald J. Trump was or is leading the fight against a corrupt global cabal of high-level jerk faces responsible for a massive child sex operation. You know, I typically take my cue from you, but in this case, I'm just going to avoid it entirely. I, would, I won't I take the bait. Don't. I know it's it's a I'm quality thing Jay to think Trump. about. <laughs> but, you know, 
I don't know. This is the fact. Look, look. This, of course, has led to many a wild-eyed conservative or liberal screaming about how they're somehow correct in their assumptions. Because they are. Or they're and that the other party both, is wrong. Both sides. Obviously. Both yeah, sides. Both sides are always correct. No mm-hmm. one's ever wrong. Um, I will say though that Jeffrey Epstein, the Duke of rich millionaire, maybe billionaire pedophiles with egg-shaped penis, who obviously <laughs> suicided themselves, has some incredibly weird sort of pedophile ties to Bill Gates, Prince Harry, and Bill Clinton. Yeah, exactly. And I can assure you that all three of those people, outside of Stephen Hawking, rip, uh, probably are friends with the people who were at the Great Reset. Hmm. Weird. Now, I'm not going to say that it's true, and I'm not going to say that it's false, because I don't know. Le- lizard, reptilian, lizard reptilian right. people, according to Alex Jones, are real. And I think that's fun yeah, to think about. They're stacks. Those things I just said, they can't possibly, in any way, yeah. be tied to the odd cover-up and denial of things like COVID being from a lab in China. Which... Or the government deciding the only so, way to stop a virus is to forcibly shut down the entire country. Or that certain political leaders claiming one half of the country is the enemy, quote unquote. Or, you know, the absolutely most foolproof, legit election in history. None of those pos- none of those things can those possibly be tied. They're not real. To these three the, things that have yeah. all happened in the same fucking year. Yeah. They're, they're not real. None of them are real. You know why they're not real? They're just not. No. They're not I, real at all. None of this, this is, is real. Just, this is just one derivation of the millions of simultaneous simulations that are occurring all at the same time. That episode is mentally stressful, and we will not refer to it ever again. I love that. It stresses one. me out. I love it. It stresses me out. Why does this stress you out? Because. Because all we are is really data on a two-dimensional level. <laughs> we're projected as holographs, and we're just a... All we are is simulation after simulation after simulation, because that's the only way the cabal that runs everything doesn't run. No, the cabal that the doesn't still living Jeffrey the, Epstein, the not cabal that doesn't run everything that's headed by not Jeffrey Epstein. No, they they are all run everything. They're they the programmers. They don't run everything. They do. They're run, they're no, they hitting don't. the button no. every five seconds. It's it's like it's like that old show on TV that the one with the island that was the turtles and they they had to hit the Gilligan's button. Island. No, 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 not that old Lost. And they, they, they were in a bunker, and they had to hit this special code into this yeah. old funky computer. They lost all the me time. after season four. Yeah. They lost me too. Yeah. But the thing they had to do over and over is they did a reset. Yeah. Every so often they hit reset, reset. You know what those resets were? They're us. They're all us. They're just a reset, baby. The great reset is what they are. And if you can remember can the say, number they used right now, I, I will hand you a hundred dollar bill. I can't remember the number they used. Thank God, because I only have fifty. Yeah, I don't remember either. I can't remember. Um, one thing I can say, as I smack my lips together like a goddamn duck, that's okay. It's usually me. Quack. Um, the fact that people look at these things and throw them out entirely, <laughs> or they <laughs> adopt <laughs> them entirely, is what I find to be so funny. About all of this, you got to swallow it whole. You're just a fish, which it's is so just a hook. hilarious. You to can't, me. you can't, because you just got to grab the hook and start. Because swimming, both man. of these things, the complete denial of anything strange happening, and the complete abs- like absorbing of everything strange happening, are on this same coin, just different edges. 
because both of them don't take in any form of really solid acknowledgement mm-hmm. of the possibility that they could be wrong. Right. And not to say that it's not really fun to think about there being mm-hmm. an ultra grouping of ultra malicious evil bad guys that will eventually require us to have some strange grouping of super powered humans to mm-hmm. somehow fight them mm-hmm. never end never ending forever well, and ever. The, the thing we like, do know though is that people seek power. Mm-hmm. They seek power even above money. Yeah. And that's that's been throughout our entire history. You know, you move you move people move their way groups move their way even societals or secret societies move their way through time to try to gain as much power as they can by keeping people dumb that that's the main thing and and i think the alternative in in most more recent society is they're keeping people dumb through over informationing them Mm -hmm. that's not a good word but you know what i'm saying oversaturation of information even better yeah and that, that's a new method that hasn't been used in the past. It used to be during well, the times, no, the Middle no, East times, the king, the king and his, his cadre and his, his court, they were the educated ones. Yeah. Anybody else was not. Yeah. So you kept everybody completely stupid. Mm-hmm. The other way is to keep everybody unarmed, and that's a different conversation, right? Yeah, but again... But you know what denial is, right? Yeah. It ain't a river in Egypt, right? And never heard that saying, but... You've never heard that. Oh, denial... Oh, Wow. Coming in, this is a AC-130 flying over the wolf's head. Uh, we see the target. You have clearance on runway 49. We are going to take the going to take the shot. The wolf's brain will be decimated <laughs> in T minus three, <laughs> two, one, <coughs> and our target's been taken out. Wolf is down. I, I like. I just. <sighs> if everything is if <laughs> everything is size. if everything is true or if everything is fake well here's the at thing. the end of the day we all you just lose it. you just answered it because the answer is yes to all of the above mm. everything is true mm. and everything is fake and you yeah. know why because we live in a simulation only one and of many it's a 2d simulation and we haven't yet gotten to full 3D, so we're like Paper Mario, hopping around on top of Goombas <laughs> and little turtles. And we're turtles, looking for Easter eggs. Just Goombaing it up, just, ha-ha, it's me, Mario. Just Goomboing it up, just, oh, oh that was like up. Elmo and Mario at the same time. What? That's a perfect Mario. No, the ha-ha part. Ha-ha. No, that, yes, there you go. There you that go. was more ha-ha. Italian. Yeah. I can do Elmo. I don't want you to. Are I'm you tired. sure? No, I'm Are tired. you sure you I'm don't gonna... like Elmo? I'm going to break out <laughs> the old still man. Uh, <sighs> He's worn out. These, these the are, wolf these is worn conversations. Out. The wolf, I, I, you can't visualize this, but the, whirl, the, wolf, the wolf is circling himself. He's basically ready going to, to fall yeah. completely asleep. We, we, these conversations They're are great. so fun, but they, they also are so dumb. Because at the end of the day... Oh, I hate that. Term. I know, but I'm going to use it. You and I could have this exact conversation in front of a group of thousands of people and there will always be one guy or two in this case because there's two groupings that say, no, no, I'm right. And what's what's the name of the game here? The dumber is no, the dumber you are, the easier it is to manipulate you. Well, that is true. That's certainly true. But yeah. There's gray, there's gray versions of that too, but the, what I'm saying is that our goal mm-hmm. 
is to what? Refrain from losing all of our hair. <laughs> well, kind of late for me. Well, no, you've still but, got the facial hair. Refrain yeah. from losing all of our hair by talking about things that will make us lose all of our hair. That's no. the game. The name of the game is give an opinion and get people to think. Mm. If there's if there's anything else, then we're we're missing something. If if you're listening to this out there, the whole goal we want you to think for yourself. We want you to have you can be a conspiracy on one side or the other, but at the end of at the end of the day, there I say the Stop same saying that shit that dumb I, that, phrase. Why do you the keep end of the saying day, that? I'm an older day older. Oh my god. Anyway, I love that. That's a third I th- love episode that, that you've references. I can't say it anymore. Les Mis. I love it. I know. That's a great that is a anyway, great, great anyway, play. you know, at at that juncture, mm-hmm. that juncture right there. Beep boop. The, Mark Zuckerberg, the, beep boop. The the result is that whether we've changed a mind or not from whatever proclivity they have, they're sl- they've got a slightly different view than they had when they started. Isn't that the goal we all have? Isn't that the reason we're in existence is to, to change the flow, to get it going in a different direction? Hey everyone, this is The Wolf speaking, wrapping up yet another episode of The Wolf and Bolt Podcast. We appreciate you spending your time with us, and we can't wait for you to hear our next episode. If you like what you heard, tell your friends and family, your neighbors, the local bartender, your doctor, your boss, and hell, you can even tell us. By leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, you can directly help build the Wolf and Bull cult. I mean, uh, the Wolf and Bull family. We can be found on most major podcasting platforms and social media. So what are you waiting for? Scoot on out of here and enjoy your day. But you should probably leave us a review first. But make sure to enjoy your day. But don't forget to leave us a review. Okay, bye.